Hello, friends, and welcome to To The Point, the home services podcast that focuses on marketing and operational solutions to help you get better. Because if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. Now, let's cut through the bullshit and get to the point. What's up, listeners? We are going to flip the script a bit today on this podcast and do something a little different. So now that we've got uh, a handful of podcasts underneath our belt, I think that we're going to go back and talk about some of the things we've learned on the podcast, but also we want to start giving our listeners more opportunities to ask questions because myself and, uh, and tall Paul and some of our guests have been getting bombarded with questions and, and a lot of nice thing and praise and things that you've said from the podcast, but <clears throat> Excuse me. I thought we would. We would, we thought it'd be great to share some of those things on air, so that way I'm, we're assuming that if somebody else has asked this question to us, that you've thought about it. So I'm your host, Cristiano of To the Point, also the CEO of Rhino Strategic Solutions. We are a digital marketing company for the trade since 2007, and my co-host is Mr. Tall Paul. What's up, brother? What is up, Chris and Kyle and all the listeners? You know, today we, we talked about not having a guest on today, but what is interesting is we technically, I feel like we have a guest because for those who are watching on YouTube or watching or streaming and you can see video, you know, you see someone sitting off the Chris's right who you normally don't see. So this is big Kyle's first time out from behind the camera Whoa. and in front of a microphone. Well, let me, you okay there, buddy? Yeah. He's uh, just he almost, almost, a, almost, almost died. Almost so let me tell you a little bit about Kyle. I'm, I'm taking full liberties here in this introduction, but the main oh. thing you need to know about Kyle is he's 20 years old. And when we hired him, he was 19 in his first, I guess it was first day on the job. We flew him to New York city. We had him documented meeting we had with our agency partner. And uh, I mean, this kid is, I mean, he was a kid. He's a kid. He wasn't even old enough to get into some of the restaurants we went into. Um, so it's good to get him out in front of the camera. But I have a Kyle story. Are we ready for a Kyle story or do we want to come back to the Kyle story? I'm just concerned what story this is. So first off, Kyle flew to New York because he has officially become the to the point D-Rock. So he is a, a product of the Gary Vaynerchuk way. Dude, I've been wanting to press that button. Forever. I know. I teed that up for you perfectly. <laughs> Just so I could press the button. Okay. Anyhow, Kyle's phenomenal. He's 20 years old. He's half my age. Uh, big deal. Let's share, let's share a quick Kyle story. But yeah, go ahead and share your quick Kyle story. All right. So for our listeners who don't know, Kyle does all of our audio, visual, you know, video, a bunch of the stuff on social, like all the things that you're supposed to do um, as, as a company, really. I mean, Kyle's doing these things. He's only 20 years old. So he's an amazing creative, right? Photographer, amazing photographer. Well, we flew him out to do some work with some of our clients on the East Coast. So he flew into Charlotte and I had a bunch of things going on. I couldn't pick him up at the airport. And so I had him Uber You couldn't over even pick house. him up from the airport? Maybe, I, I would if you didn't have such a workload on me. Oh, here. here we go. Um, so Kyle gets out of the Uber. He hops out of the front seat. He comes in. We Whatever. We're, we're hanging out and talking. And then the next day he gets another Uber. Wait, did you say he hopped out of the front seat? The front seat, right? And I didn't think anything of it at the time. But then the next day, I see him leave the house. The Uber pulls up, and I see Kyle standing there by the front of the, the, the front seat just waiting. And I see the driver get out, take some stuff to the trunk, get back in, and Kyle hops in. 
And so the next morning I asked Kyle, I'm like, Kyle, man, like, did it seem weird that it takes the Uber driver a while to get like ready for you? He's like, it's so weird, man. Every time I get into an Uber, the driver has like all this stuff on his front seat. It's like such a coincidence. I'm like, Kyle, you're supposed to ride in the back of the Uber. So, but, but you had never traveled for business. You'd never used an Uber. That was like, like we my just third assumed. Uber, I think. So I always wondered yeah. like why they kind of looked at me funny when they were moving all their stuff. Mm-hmm. Like... I didn't. I just didn't put two and two together. Like you're not supposed to sit up in the front seat. That's actually a point, though. That uh, Josh Kelly, for those who listen to the podcast with him from Parker and Sons and, and Cloverleaf, um, you just can't make assumptions. So Kyle, we're going to make you a list of the things you need to do um, step right. by step next time you travel, man. So that's on us as your leaders, man. I'm sorry we let you down, and we hope you enjoyed that ride pretty much on the dashboard and windshield of the. Toyota Tercel you were in. <laughs> Toyota Tercel. Hey, that being said, Kyle, you're money, man. I would I wouldn't you're doing I, awesome. I wouldn't I wouldn't have anybody else. Oh my god. So we love you like a kid. We love you like a fat kid love cake. Okay, let's go. <laughs> All right. So we have taken some questions uh, via social, some of our customers, some uh, just from everywhere, and Kyle has compiled them into a nice little list and he is going to ask uh, ask the question and Paul um, if you feel so inclined to take one, uh, just start talking over me and you can, and you can go. Cause otherwise I'm probably going to jump on it. So let's go ahead no, and start, ahead. And start firing away. Kyle, who is it? Where are they from? Whatever you got. Like, and let's go with question number one. Yep. Ready to go. So Nick Lim from Butler heating and AC in Dayton, Ohio wants to know a lot of companies our size tend to think it's tough to create and maintain culture as you grow. How does your culture evolve as your company grows? Okay. You want me to go? Um, I'll just add one nugget. First of all, I'm from Dayton, Ohio originally. I know Nick. Nick, you are a great man. Um, but secondly, you have to prioritize culture. And that's number one. It's not secondary. It's got to be prioritized. And it comes, at a, it comes at, I mean, relatively high cost at times. So I'll toss it over to you, Chris, to get into the tangibles. But got to prioritize it. Yeah. So, um, and if you guys heard any of our podcasts uh, in the beginning, the one that had James Orsini on it, which was Gary Vaynerchuk's right-hand dude for a, for a long time, who now runs his uh, legacy company, the Sasha Group. Um, their Vayner's Media's largest department is the HR department. They're a people company. Um, and we've really been that way since the beginning, is always trying to take care of, um, of our people, because if we take really good care of our people, make sure we educate them, make them as smart as we possibly can, pour into them, care about them, that they will genuinely care about helping our customers at their max. So culture has always been something that we have focused on here and almost like on autopilot. It's not, it never even been an option to do something different. So one thing that I hear at Rhino is we do a service day every single month. And if you, if you think about that, uh, you can think about that two ways, I should say. We believe that the service day is great because it's giving back to the community, but you're doing it together as a family. So you, though you're still together, you're not actually doing anything for our customers that day. So, but we go and serve together because, because we believe it bonds us tighter as a family. And if you work for Rhino, you know you're part of the Rhino family. If you're a customer, you're part of the Rhino family. If you're a partner, you're part of the Rhino family. So we invest into the hearts of our people and we do that every single month. And we've been able to sustain that from it being, you know, me in the beginning to 
however many 90 plus people we have now. Now it's different. It looks a little different, but even those that aren't in the office are still going and serving on that service day and some together from the same locations because we have remote employees. But if you can look at it one way and say, well, holy shit, that's going to cost me a ton of money because you have all these people working for you that are now off doing a service day somewhere, which you're still paying those payroll hours. So, but that's if you look at it short-sighted. So if you look at this in the long term and you genuinely want to connect and be tight, listen, you want to, you want to go to bat for your, for your brothers and sisters and your mom and dad, like your family, like you fight for your family, you know, and, and in here, even though we're not technically family, we're family. We're spending as much, if not more time together. So why wouldn't I want to pour into them and make them better people? The more I pour into them, make them help make them better people, give them the opportunity to serve and, um, and do more of these things together. It creates a different feeling. It creates a different, um, connection, a different synergy and makes them want to get in the trenches and just get after it for our customers. So it's a beautiful little cycle. I think culture is, is one of the most important things you got to have in a company for it to be wildly successful. And because you mentioned it, Paul, um, when Josh Kelly, um, from Parkinson's is on board and talking about his dad, Paul Kelly, um, them taking that thing from seven to almost 140 million or whatever it is today. He still talked about how important culture was, you know, and that his dad never gets mad. He's been disappointed, you know, here and there, but culture is important to them as well. It's not changed. It's the way it should be. You have to have, I believe you have to have an amazing culture to have long-term success. Well, yeah, and I'll add to that. I'll add to that, Chris, just part of, I think what's made it, um, you know, work so well for Rhino is it's non-negotiable. And so like we do these events, even when there's times like we know we need to be doing other things. And when you look back six, 10, 12 months, like those other things that would have kept you from doing the service event or whatever it is, like it never would have, never would have had a better return than the investment you make in, in people. So, um, Nick, good to hear from you, man. I'm from Huber Heights. We are like brothers. So Nick Lamb has been a customer of ours for probably three years or so. We've seen him grow so successfully. and He runs a good, a, a really good company over there. So Nick, uh, keep kicking ass, man. And I uh, appreciate the question. Kyle, what do we got next, brother? Eric Wilson from Wilson Services out of Sparta, New Jersey, wants to know what is a good balance between social media, PPC and SEO campaigns, and also good old-fashioned word of mouth, referrals, involvement with local events, all that kind gotcha. of good stuff. Okay. Um, so, man, I think that uh, you have to um, you have to have a mixture of just about everything. You can't put all your eggs in one basket. Um, just because Rhino is a digital marketing company doesn't mean we think you should only do digital marketing. That's, that's not the ideal, um, approach. You should be doing multiple things. Um, but I do think some things make more sense than others based on where you're at in your business. Um, if you're looking for straight up, I need leads. I need to eat. I've got guys sitting home, um, looking for something like that. Then you go after, like pay-per-click advertising, um, you know, you can start with your, with, um, I mean, really that's probably the most direct form of being able to pull people in. You can run social media ads and some companies do it very successfully. Um, and I think that it's just, it's not as direct. It's not a direct response lead like a pay-per-click ad is or a Google LSA, um, local services ad is. 
but you still have to have a mixture. So if you can get somebody to do your social media for you, uh, my big my big tip on that would be um, give value, give value, give value, give value, and then make an offer. So don't just sell on social. Social is meant to be social. Okay, so don't forget that. You can um, offer tips of how to take care of certain things, filter reminders, IAQ reminders. Hey, we got the coronavirus. Are you promoting indoor air quality? Like there's different things that you can use on social and make posts about that cost nothing other than sweat equity. So you don't have to pump an ad campaign into it. So if it's just sweat equity, it's not physically costing you or it's not financially costing you anything. So why not do that? And um, part of what is also something that we don't do that is helpful is radio campaigns, uh, TV campaigns, display ads, remark things like that. Branding is a piece of this we really have to think about. And because we don't do any traditional media, uh, we don't really get involved with branding too much because we're typically supposed to be a lead generation company. That is what we're best at, residential add-on replacement and service. That is our niche. That's what we're really good at. We've grown a lot of companies, millions and millions of dollars that way. That being said, I 100% believe that branding is more important than it has ever been. Because even if you pull in leads, if you can get that brand, that's going to help sustain you in the long term. Would you agree, Paul? I would. And another thing I see to kind of answer this question is some people don't want to invest in the, with, you know, the energy it takes to play the long game. And they don't have the patience for it. And then some people are too afraid of the short game. And then some people don't play a game at all. Right. They just a couple times a year, they're like, OK, I want the magic bullet. I'm going to try a billboard. I'm going to try a little bit of radio or whatever. Yeah. Um, it, it comes down to a commitment and trusting the process and trusting math. I mean, th- these companies that are super successful that we've been able to talk to that are over one hundred million dollars in revenue um, didn't get there from not advertising. And still the basics matter. Of course, we would all love to run our business on word of mouth. I mean, we run our business on word of mouth, right? We're blessed that we get to do that. We don't have to do paid ads, Um, but you've got to do a little bit of everything and play the long game and the short game. Yeah. hundred percent agree. I, I, um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know that we've given him an exact answer other than you have to do what's right for your business now based on what you've got available to you now, both, cash flow, you know, your budgets, your bandwidth, all those things. But uh, to, to tie it all up, if you need lead generation, best way to go is straight through direct response marketing, pay-per-click, you know, SEO, you can get involved in those things, the, the Google local service ads program, but you got to incorporate some branding into there too. Like you have to do that at some point and just be patient. Yep. And this might get a little fluffy, Kyle. So bear with me. I know you're ready to go on to the next question but we have people with limited resources. They only have so much money to stretch, but I want them to think about it this way. You've got to get the, you've you've got to build it into your price. And if you can't get the price, then you need to look critically at the customer experience because if you work on the customer experience, you're going to get the price. And that is not theory. That is how people do it. So you get the price from the customers 365 days a year to pay for the marketing and then it feeds itself. So it's not always just a fixed scenario. 
It's how can I create the best customer experience where I can charge 6% more? Right. We're talking 6% more. Think back to the last time you had a bad experience. I'm, I'm going through one right now with a service company, and I would have paid 6% more to not go through this. <laughs> yep, makes sense. Okay, Kyle, let's go. You're, you're, you're well, good I, have, I have a follow-up that kind of goes in with that. So say I'm a smaller company with not a lot of marketing dollars. What are some things that I can focus on to grow my digital presence? Uh, well, I would say if you can, if you can, if you can just, first off, you want to try and get yourself Google guaranteed. So that way you can participate in the Google, Google local service ads. Um, if you do not know how to do it and you're listening to this and you would like instructions on how to do it, we'd be happy to send it to you. Just shoot us a, uh, just shoot us a, a message and uh, we'll send, we can send over how to do it or, or even at least help. Um, but it's, you have to do a background check. There's there's some things you got to do to get it done, but it is good because then you can put money into your LSA program and you only pay per lead. So it's saturating quickly, so you better hustle on that one. Um and well and you could also you could that one does require a little bandwidth, so you have to be patient. It's not a fast process. It's like a two month maybe even three month turnaround time, but you got, you have to do it. So smartac.com, smartac.com. If you haven't heard of it, you better find out. If you haven't implemented it, you better check it out. You have to get started doing something. 2024 is going to be an absolute battlefield. What are you doing differently than your competitors? You need to make sure that your memberships are sticky. Smartac.com does that. Lifetime warranty, insurance savings, filter discounts, 24-7 monitoring that lets you know about problems before the homeowner might even know about the problem. Live tech chat, service providers, all of this with smartac.com. You've got to check it out now. The other thing would be um, if you're in a small market, and, and I'm going to preface this with, I'm assuming this, this person, read that question back to me one more time. So say I'm just a smaller company uh, with not a lot of marketing dollars. What are some things that I can focus on to help like just grow my online presence? So also um, one thing that I think is easy to overlook is make sure your website is on point. And what I mean by that is just having a site isn't enough anymore. Like that's, it's not been enough. So even if you're in a rural market, you need to have a website that one is easy to use, easy to find a way to contact you, whether you're looking on desktop or your cell phone or iPad, whatever. It has the right call to actions in there that make somebody want to call you. So perhaps a, uh, if, they're, if they're typing for AC repair, maybe you offer same-day service or next-day service or um, you have an a, a inexpensive trip charge. Um, but you want to put those call to actions on your site to help people convert. So um, more often than not, you the majority of your customer base is repeat and referral business, but even you will even lose those if you don't get your website on point. Promise you, you'll bleed leads if you don't have that website on point. So you got to put the right things on this site. It's got to be fast. If it doesn't load, forget it. We, you know, um, Speed is in this absolute necessity today. So make sure that you have that website on point. And a lot of times that will help pick up the slack for you, for you too. I, I was just going to add one of the pet peeves. When you think about growing a local service business, right? You think about the local communities you serve. And of course we could talk content strategy and all of that. 
But one of the little things that I think people miss, particularly around smaller towns where they have the opportunity to actually own the market, is they don't have about us information or their about us information links to a blog. And it gives the consumer really no understanding of the company that they're working with. I mean, that's like, that's a one hour project, 300 words to tell your story about why you work in that community. And that's just, that's organic. And then, and then I would just add that people give up on organic because it's hard because it's first it's manage your Facebook page and then it gets out of hand and you run out of ideas. So either pay someone to manage your organic, but authentically have good content. And here's a good icing on the cake. Make sure your Google, my business listing is completely filled out. Your Google that you can call it Google Maps, call it whatever you want. Your Google My Business listing has to be completely filled out to to get the most out of it. Meaning, make sure all your information there is correct, your phone number is correct, your address is correct. Even if you don't want you don't have a showroom, somebody's coming to, make sure your address is correct on there. It will help you with rankings in the long run. Make sure you put your offer, your hours of operation on there. And let me give you a little tip: even if you don't work 24 hours and you only work, your shop's only open from 8 to 4.30, make sure you leave it open 24 hours. Okay, show that you're open 24 hours because if you put 4.30 and somebody does a search for AC repair, guess who's going to show closed? You, right? I would rather get the lead, have it come in because you're there and you have the potential to run it than not get it at all. And it doesn't cost anything. So really maximize your Google My Business listing. You can also add the text message feature to Google My Business listing. Now, let me preface that with, you got to respond to those texts in a timely manner because if you don't, it will also show on that listing. Typically responds in three hours and it's going to be bright red, which isn't great either because it shows you have slow response time. But it is a free feature that you can use. Google My Business is a free feature that you can use. Just make sure it's completely filled out and you have everything correct in it. Put into pictures of your of your vehicles in there, of maybe the work that you do, of your staff, of anything that might give them the warm and fuzzies. An offer that you have, um, if you're involved in the community and you do a sponsorship of a ball team or soccer team, or you um, get involved with any uh, charities and you um, you go and you serve someplace like a food, anything like that. Add those images in there so people can kind of get get an idea of, of how you what you are as a company. I like how you hit on making sure that your website is on point with strong call to actions. What are some of the best call to actions that you've seen perform the best? So, um, Paul, I'm going to run with this first. Um, I'm going to give the listeners um, five basics right out of the gate, and then I'll kind of give some examples on others. So, because Rhino has only focused on internet marketing for the trades for now 12 years, we've ran thousands of variations of different call to actions to find out which one works the best to turn into a service lead, an install lead, a drain cleaning lead, a water heater lead, a septic sewer, you name it. So I'm going to give the, before I get into that, I'm going to give the five basics of what you have to do to help with your call to action. And so we call them the, uh, the five P's and that's one is price. So you don't always have to put a price on your on your website. But you know they're going to ask. And and you have to give a price at some point. And maybe you, you choose not to. You've always done the, well, we got to send somebody out. But you can put a price on there. You can give a ballpark on there. Obviously, there's so many variables that make up that price, but you can give something. 
And if you don't want to give a price, at least give a promotion. Even if it's perceived value of something, give a promotion. People are going to want to know, you know, what is it? You know, save $250 off of early AC installation as low as $79 a month. That's one that performs exceptionally well. What you've done was you've given the person who's who likes to have the big chunk off, $250 off of installation, and you can also give the as low as $79 a month. Clearly, that $79 a month is going to be based on their credit score and what you're putting in. So there's different variables, but it's appealing to the homeowner because they can, see, in their mind, they might think, sweet, I need a new air conditioning unit. I can get it for $79 a month. So that's a hook. So price and promotion, there's two. The other, uh, one of the other ones is product. Don't make people guess what you do just because you do heating and air conditioning or plumbing or electrical or roofing or pest control or solar or whatever it is, don't make them guess what you do. Make sure it's super clear before they ever have to scroll anywhere on that website that they can see what you offer. So P, product, what do you do? I'm a heating and air conditioning company. I'm a plumber. I'm an electrician. Make sure it's front and center without ever having to scroll so it's super clear. Fourth P, place. Where are you? Don't assume people know where you do business or more specifically where you don't want to do business. You, you can, you can put in your service area and, and there's different things that you can do. So here's a perfect example. Uh, if you're in Phoenix, Arizona, Phoenix is massive. So maybe you don't really service the entire Phoenix metro area. So on your website, even though they're in Phoenix, Arizona, you might say serving the West Valley or serving Glendale and, or serving um, Glendale and Peoria. Don't make people guess where you actually do business. Be super upfront with it, okay? So make sure that your place is on point where you do business is easy to read, easy to find, and uh, and and front and center on that site. Header and a slider, wherever, anywhere where you don't have to scroll. The last P, hmm, that's not that simple. Did you get that? I did. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that was an OPP reference. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um yeah, you know me. Yeah, you know me. Uh, if you guys don't know OPP, I'm sorry. Um, even I know that. <laughs> perfect. So even 20-year-old Kyle knows that. So the last P is you need to give your business a personality. You have to give your business a personality. You can do that in multiple ways, but you have to do something else to differentiate yourself. And it's okay to give your business a personality. You know, Kyle did a good job of giving himself a personality at the Christmas party this year. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, this is good. I thought so this was good. off limits, but... Uh, no, no, no. No, We're there's good. nothing you wrong with it. Is your mom listening to this? Well, I, I, that's the thing I'm concerned about. So, it's like, what if my mom is listening to this? Kyle, this was brilliant. I want to share, like, your brilliance here, buddy. All right. So Yeah, and it was just a baseline, Kyle. Now you know where to start, and now you know where you need to be. Fair, yeah. but these, I don't I don't know who's listening to this. You know what I mean? So it, Yeah, well, sorry, buddy. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> it's like Russian roulette on here. Um, we'll say it was a different Kyle. Yeah, it was the other Kyle. <laughs> the other, I like The, the other, other Kyle. Kyle. Oh. Um, so yeah, the other Kyle. So the, uh, but you got to give your business a personality. Um, and I was going to say Kyle gave himself a personality because he came to the Christmas party as jelly old St. Nick. Um, and he had a jelly old time. We'll just leave it at that. Um, but he gave himself quite the personality that night. Um, and, and I, I well, if, if you could tell a story, you might as well tell the whole well, story. Listen, I don't know. It starts with you showed up as Santa 
it ends with you trying to climb a stripper pole only to fall down a few times quite defeated. I think that's but, a good place to leave it. Yeah. So, you know what though? Like there's a, there's a, a good story of overcoming an adversity here. Um, he didn't give up after one time. He went after it a couple times. Now, none of them really panned out, but it wasn't for lack of effort. So I commend you on that, Kyle. But what Kyle did do was give himself a personality. You have to do that with your website. So I mentioned this on a podcast previously. Some, a company that did a really good job of this was Kmart back in the day. And they had created the uh, ship my pants ad. So it was, you know, the whole, the whole spiel was that they can now ship anything from Kmart, right? And that was their ploy to try and, because they were in bad shape. And so it was a brilliant ad because it got a lot of attention. It was huge and it was all shit my pants, clearly, you know, because it sounds like shit. So if you, in case you didn't notice, shit and ship sound very similar. <laughs> Except my kid can get away with saying shit, but not shit. But it's that close, you know, and it gets your attention and it gave the business a personality. That was the win. So I've seen a lot of different variations of ads over the years, like with the guys on the side, of, if you're a plumber, the guy on the side of the truck that's sitting on the john, you know, sitting on the toilet and the, the guy in the dry, you know, that's driving the truck, is it's his head. Um, I've seen some things, but don't be afraid to think outside of the box and give yourself a personality. It's okay to be funny. Um, there, I see so many superheroes, you know, and, and some of them work really, really well. Um, and some of them are, you know, are really great. But, but you can even think of things more creative than that. Like here's a perfect example too. Vayner did three Super Bowl ads this year. They killed Mr. Peanut. They killed off Mr. Peanut, the iconic brand. And then, then they, they come up with the baby nut. So Kyle, did you see that on the uh, Super Bowl commercials? I did. It was, uh, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I haven't been around that long. So like, I mean, I, and I haven't been to the grocery store. So I've never like bought peanuts and <laughs> walked down that aisle, but but you know who Mr. Peanut. But I know who he is because I saw it in the Super Bowl. So they, you know, they gave themselves a personality. They did this one ad with Dwayne Wade, if you guys saw it, um, last year. And it was Dwayne Wade getting jerseys from other people. But it was like a uh, an old basketball jersey. It was like an old, like, jacket, leather jacket. It was like an old uniform from people that have he, his life he had touched. So it was like an emotional one. Like, it almost made you well up. They gave it a personality. Okay, you the your wife is hot approach, like don't use that one anymore. And if you're listening and still using that, I'm sorry, but I've seen it so many times. But I love the idea of trying to think outside the box and give your business a personality because it will set you apart. Don't be afraid to try different things, and if it doesn't work, move on, try something different. And I'll add, you know, we've had all these remarkable guests on, and as we talk to them about what took them from, you know bankruptcy to half a million from half a million to 20 million and so on. It's not like most of the things they're saying are things that were, are within their control and they're kind of low hanging fruit. And a, a lot of them are common sense things. It's not like, Hey, I went to this marketing agency and we, we did this, you know, pay-per-click campaign. No, it's like foundational common sense things that they can do. Right. Yep. So it doesn't have to be like crazy outside the box. Sometimes it's simple little things. All right, Kyle. What else we got, buddy? Andrew Edwards from Facebook wants to know, at what point do you use Facebook for marketing other than, you know, for just having a standard presence and reviews? Ooh, okay, so we kind of answered this one a little bit in the previous question. Um, I think as long as you have the time to be running Facebook ads organically and you can post creative things, 
Now, why wouldn't you do it? It's free. So I believe you should post away on these things. Um, Facebook, Instagram. I saw a couple of uh, polls were asking what social forums have performed best for the service industries. Is it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok? I mean, um, you know, there's uh, multiple things that I saw come up. Um, I think our experience has been Facebook thus far has been the most engaging. Um, but I think that if you're trying to post ads on social, again, there's a really good place to get creative is you can, cause you have, you have, you can, you can make X amount of posts a day if you wanted to. Thankfully there's tools out there that you can use that you can put your posts in your, in your title of that post all in one place. And if you have an hour that day, you could essentially create 10 of them and just schedule the posts when they can go out. And then on that day, they'll make those posts for you, but you did all that stuff in one hour. So, um, but I believe it's, I mean, it's, it's free. I mean, if maybe if you're having to pay to use a, uh, a social media management tool, like it's a minimal cost to do it, say 30, 40 bucks a month, something like that. But it, otherwise it's free. And if you can start to, to create a good brand in your own backyard through social, I think you should be doing that right now. You should make time for those things. Paul, would you agree? I would. And I'm actually familiar with Andrew's company, Monarch, uh, in Charlotte, North Carolina. And what's interesting about him, Andrew does a really, really good job organically and like building an authentic kind of story around himself and his company. And what I would recommend you do, Andrew, is just tinker with it a little bit, man. Put like a little ad campaign together, maybe a little retargeting, do some Facebook ads um, you're, and, and keep the stories coming on Instagram. You did a story a couple of weeks ago in a crawl space, um, you, this is so cool. You had a, a flashing light bulb and you put on some disco music and showed the guy, one of your guys like <laughs> dancing with a wrench. Um, those are the things that like just you, and you can't go wrong with that type of content. Just keep it coming, keep it coming. Uh, but, but again, my advice is tinker with a paid campaign on social. Um, you, you've got nothing to lose. At the worst, you're going to brand yourself. Yeah, Andrew, keep kicking ass, man, and just keep getting creative with it. You got, you guys remember the um, the singing contractors? Do you remember those guys at all? Or I think that was the, uh, the they're like singing general contractor or something like that. Like they came around on Christmas time. You ever heard of those guys? I'm not, I'm not as old as you, dude. This was like this past year, okay? So, anyhow. How it, they actually kind of like blew up and, and started going and like singing at places. Like these guys were phenomenal singers. They're walking around in their um, in their you know shirt like you've got on, Paul. Your your flannel and uh, their tool belts, and you know they're covered in like you know sheetrock, and they just started singing like Christmas songs. I mean, like crushing it, and they just start posting it. And next thing you know, you know it's one of those stories that, that blew up. But they got creative. Yeah, I think that you can do a lot of funny things, and and people like humor. I mean, on social, again, because it's meant to be social, it's okay to be funny. It's okay to be funny. Um, you have to do something that's going to grab somebody's attention. You have to do something that's going to make it memorable if you want it to work. Yeah. So think outside the box. Try new stuff. Be funny. Be serious. You know who's, you know who's really good at social is Preferred Home Services down in Charleston, South Carolina. Preferred Home Services, go check them out. Their social game, it's just authentic, it's timely, it's real, it's like, it's just high, high quality stuff and it's all done in-house. Yep, and it's free. I can't say that enough. So, come up with a plan. Find some like pillar content that you want to create it around. Like, hey, I want everybody to know that we are a, a company of integrity. Hey, I want everybody to know that we you know get, have 
great quality. Like what, find that pillar content and then start thinking of ideas that, that match that. Okay. Kyle, we have, what else we got, man? That's it on a question. That's perfect. Okay. I, I do want to make sure it's super clear that we want to do more of these things where we're answering your questions instead of sending them to us just privately. Um, and, and ultimately what we'll probably do at some point is maybe do a live show where we live stream and you can ask questions that way. But we want to tee one of these up again too, as we're going throughout this, because the whole purpose of launching this podcast was to give you, our listeners who are at whatever phase of business you're in knowledge and wisdom and tactical takeaways and just different tools that we can give you just to continue to grow, keep going, and to hopefully remove roadblocks or hiccups or whatever out of your way that others have already been through. So you're learning from that and you can keep going. That is the point of this podcast is to get to the point on how to help you grow. So that's what it's all about. Ain't that right, Tall Paul? I love it. Yes, it is. To the point. To the point. And if you guys have any questions about uh, for these guys about digital marketing or business or the podcast, you can find us on Instagram, Rhino Strategic Solutions, R-Y-N-O Strategic Solutions. We're on Twitter, too, as Rhino Solutions, and Facebook and LinkedIn, you can find us as well. So hit us up on the social front. Is that what you're trying to say there, uh, Other Kyle? That's what I'm trying to oh, other. <laughs> I guess, job, I guess other we're the same. I guess we're the same person. You're the same person. Guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of To The Point. We cannot wait to do another one of these and answer more of your questions. Please, please, please feel free to shoot us any questions anytime. We've probably had, I swear to you, 40, 50 people reaching out to us, which I love it, man. It's a whole reason we're doing this is for you guys. We hope you love it. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you for listening to To The Point. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please consider leaving us a review in the App Store. And don't forget to share with your friends. Till next time, kick some ass.